I thought you were gonna say just give him slant eyes. I'm gonna be like you racist asshole. Come on. If anyone's gonna go there, he's wearing glasses. So if anyone here can say that though, it's him. Like if uh, Joey and I said it, we might have. Well, I mean, two of us wear glasses. Two of us don't. Two of us are Asian. Two of us are not. Joey could be Asian. I could be, but I'm not. <laughs> he's too tall, man. <laughs> hey, look at Yao Ming. Yeah, he's the easy exception, not the rule. So Joey, how are you, man? What's new? <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to episode 8 of The Four Dorksmen. I am Collector Clint. This is Joey, aka Beef Squatch. This is Nate, aka Angry Nate. And this is Ryan Asian Tony Stark. And we appreciate you joining us for another fun-filled episode talking pop culture or really whatever we want. We just got done with our pre-party, which we do on YouTube before the podcast every week, and it went in some interesting directions. So uh, I really encourage you to join us for that, to hear some of the maybe conversation we were not going to have during the podcast because we try to keep it at a central theme. But we had a really good time doing it. So thank you, everyone, who joins us for that. And we hope you keep coming back again and again. Let's get some housekeeping out of the way. First of all, follow us on all social media, especially Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. And you're welcome to email us at any time, dorksman at gmail.com. We have a couple contests going away or going right now. So especially this episode, please retweet on Twitter this episode. And we are looking to give away some stickers and boutons to our faithful listeners. So please do that. We're also doing a giveaway for the SpongeBob SquarePants Pop Town with, of course, the pineapple under the sea. We would love to give that away to a fan, so please share an iTunes review, preferably good, preferably really good, and we will pick a winner for that on episode 10, along with the retweets for these last couple episodes. So please participate, join us, and uh, keep that going. With that said, we're also going to talk about our Q&A section, which we call hashtag AskTheDorksman. Please keep those questions coming, because they are 100% fabulous. Let me, we have a couple picked out here, so let me dive into this as soon as I get open what I need to look at to see the official question. Come on, right, get so, with it. Get with it. Clint. I know. You I, be I was prepared. prepared. My iPhone said otherwise. So we got two. The first one comes from our friend at Night Bodega to Manny. Hey, Manny. 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 He says, Manny. And, and we wanted to cover this question because some of our other brother podcasts, if you will, like the STS guys, secondary. Why is it going to be brother? Why can't it be sister? What's the matter with Christina? Yeah, Christina's going to get mad at us. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. What about, what about, why does it have to be male or female? Yeah, true. True. Why can't are it we be? In a, are we in an age of, why couldn't you have just said all siblings? Sorts of everybody? Couldn't you why just does it have to siblings? be siblings? Yeah. What about just our other favorite podcasts? Other it's like, human yeah, I'm, I'm not going to touch that with a six foot pole right now. <laughs> I, I, I actually completely respect where they're coming from. So, like our other uh, podcast family, Com- family. companions. Yes, yes. Our, our, our podcast night union here, like Geek Together, Secondary Heroes, STS Guys, and beyond. But Manny has asked this question to them as well. So, we wanted to make sure to answer it. The question is what is going to happen to your collection when you're no longer around? I know we're going to get a little deep here, but you know that's the way it goes. So, uh, since I made Joey introduce himself first, let's go shortest to tallest and start with Ryan on this question. I'm not that short, you know. I mean, I'm I not said that much shorter short. than you, I, but I, I didn't say you were short. I, I said shortest. I just like to give you crap about <laughs> it. I know. Obviously, that should be the name of the episode: is give Clint crap. Go on. <laughs> that's a new podcast idea right there. <laughs> Hashtag, get it down before somebody else grabs it. Uh, for my collection. I'd say a good amount of the comments, like say I got hit by a bus tomorrow or something, right? 
the commons i would probably donate or i would tell whoever is going to be taking care of all that donate it to a school or schools make sure it goes to the kids make sure they play with them out of box clint i, I don't want to give you a heart attack too much but obviously right a, a lot of mine comes out of box but my grails i would probably want to distribute some of them to my collector friends who would greatly appreciate them my really 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 good stuff like I shouldn't say good stuff, but my Stark stuff, I would probably want to be buried with it. <laughs> <laughs> just make a coffin, but like a big pop box coffin, and you can just insert your pops in the coffin. No, see, what, if- what, what I'm saying is that my SDCC Tony, uh, the 2013 one, not the most recent where he's holding the helmet, that would have his own little coffin. Oh. Yeah, so oh I would have my coffin, <laughs> have and we would like have all these the other small little coffins in the dirt with me. Um, wow wow that's uh i'm not gonna lie that's intense yeah it's i'm gonna put that in my life insurance policy that it has to come down with me <laughs> get a well you gotta get a will drafted like immediately for something that specific do we have any I friends like, in the legal field that can help me with this i thought you were gonna tell him to get a room <laughs> <laughs> might need that too right right uh, i guess that's me next so i um that's a great question obviously everything will I'm, I'm assuming that when I go, um, everything pops, you know, everything's going to Ava. And I'm happy leaving that decision up to her. There might be stuff she likes from her childhood. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if she kept the Sesame Street pops because she just comes down to my, my nerd cave and stares at them all the time. Same thing with, like, my tiny ghost. She loves my tiny ghost. But I let her make that decision on where else to go with everything. I, you know, um, I understand they take up space. I understand there's some value in it, and if you wanted to sell them, great. If you want to keep collecting, great. But you know, in the meantime, they're going to stay with me, and that's all she wrote. Take How them out of the box. <laughs> and if you don't, know what, <laughs> what am I going to do? Haunt her? I mean, I got other things to do while I'm dead. Yes, so. yes, yeah. you can haunt her. That's always an option. Yeah, it is, I guess. But I have a feeling I have a feeling I'll have other things to be doing, like pushing up a rock up a boulder or a hill that'll never end. But anyway, <laughs> that's me. How about you, Nate? Um, I think I, I like Ryan's idea of donating a lot of my collection. I think like if if I were to be rational about it, I would donate my collection to the you know like a charity for children, like, and I would encourage them to to not collect it in boxes. I would have done as a grumpy old man, but to take them out of the box to enjoy them. They're toys at the end of the day. But if I were like, I mean, that's like if I were to pass like suddenly without any you know, pre-thought of what I want to do with it. But if these are still with me in like 40 years, God willing that I'm still alive, I would do something like ridiculous, like melt them all down into one <laughs> big super pop and like, you know, sculpt it into something, just something ridiculous and have it buried with me. That's what I would do. Well, like, could you or, could you make it into the coffin? Yeah, or be buried yes, inside of it. Like, yeah, see something something crazy like that. I make think, make a Nate, make an angry Nate Hulk like coffin, and then put yourself inside that and be lowered exactly. down. Exactly. I might have enough pops to to do that. Honestly, there might be enough plastic amongst all my collection to do that. So you know, Funko's doing makeup now. I wouldn't put coffins past them. That might be the next uh, <laughs> idea Natural coming out of Funko headquarters. Yeah. Yes, Funko. we'll buy it, right? Yeah, Funko yeah, coffins. <laughs> think I can a think of a slogan for that too. You need the slogan so that way they can pitch it to Brian. <laughs> Everyone's a fan of something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even when you're dead. Even when you're dead. <laughs> wow. Good luck, Joey. 
your turn. Uh, wow. Um, I think it would probably depend on uh, when I was uh, passing on to the great beyond. Um, I would think if it would be now, I would think uh, each one of my kids would probably get a chance to to pick over what they wanted. And I honestly wouldn't care what happened to the rest of them afterwards. But I would think my kids would each pick some stuff that they probably wanted because they both collect as well. Later on in life is a is a is a weird one because I don't know. Maybe, you know, each one of them would want maybe a few that for some reason was sentimental like maybe we you know bought it when we were together or maybe it was something fandom that we both had in common but i'm assuming after that like if my wife was still around i'd be like look um just sell these get them get as much money as you can for them and you know use that money for whatever Uh, because after i'm gone i don't really care unless there's an option to melt them all down and be buried inside of a giant (laughs) funko pop shaped coffin then that that'll be that that option what is the window going to be made out of what is what what's the window going to be made out of i mean if you're saying it's a giant pop box right you're going to have the box and then you're going to have the window so that way you can look into the and see me yes yeah (laughs) with with no mouth by the way and big black eyes (laughs) (laughs) they just sew your mouth shut so if that's the case then i guess mine would be a bobblehead right because i'm a big marvel guy (laughs) (laughs) it's a licensing issue Yeah, it's a licensing issue However, on the spastic side, I would not need the, the bobblehead. I want to be the uh, headless Ned Stark. I want them to uh, cut so my you... head off, put a magnet in it to where I could, you know, be attached and reattached. Yeah. So, so not where I saw this going. <laughs> you you have all your pops out of box, so you're saying you should bury you out of box? Yes. Just no. no. Yes, just, just throw them in the ground. In the ground. <laughs> not even a burlap sack or anything. Yeah. Just throw no. them in there. Just throw just... me in the. Like in Step Brothers. Pants on, pants on, or pants off? Why do you gotta always make it weird? <laughs> it's always about the pants. It's always man. about the pants. Just come over to the pants party. Well, now, now, now we gotta get a Hank Hill reference in, and we'll continue our traditions and, and streaks there. I'll just bring wow. a grenade to the pants party. <laughs> and a lamp. Because Joey needs I'd... a lamp. I had no and a trident. I had no idea that this conversation was gonna go this route. Wow. Um, Manny, thank you for the question. I, I think I'm not 100% sure, but either way, <laughs> I'm confused. Um, thank now. you for shoot, shooting this one. Let's change. Uh, let's change things here. New York Comic Con is obviously this week, and our friend Sunshine, shout out to Sun, asks us the question. I'm always curious if other fanatics care about this: official con stickers or shared stickers. How do you feel the, that prices are so different when trying to purchase con stickers? Okay, totally fair question. Um, let's do. Let's do Nate. And then we will go from there, keep going west. So Ryan, then back to Joey, then me. Our geography sucks, so thank you for explaining that. (laughs) Well, it's my geography. I had to say it for myself, I guess. Anyway, Nate. Just thinking out loud is what he's doing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) For con stickers, for me, um, they look cool, but it's not the be-all, end-all for me, I think, for con stickers. I honestly, for the... For the longest time, I thought with con stickers, there was something special about them. Like, I, th- I thought that the con stickers were, you know, like a bit thicker or they had some kind of like unique design to the con sticker versus it literally just being another sticker. So, when I went to SDCC for the first time last year and, you know, fun days and whatnot, and seeing the SDCC stickers in person for the first time, I was like, this is literally just a sticker. There's nothing unique about this other than. You were happy. You were lucky enough to get into the lottery and grab it. So, 
Um, to me, I'm, it's not a big deal. I'm cool with the shared stickers. I'm obviously more into the pop itself than the sticker. I'm not a sticker whore. I know a lot of our friends are. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, it, it, it truly doesn't bother me. The price does bother me, though. That the fact that you're paying double for this sticker actually hurts me physically to think that people are that hell-bent on getting a sticker and willing to pay that price for it. You but know, hey, they, you do they you. brought something up that that I found interesting. Um, what what if the sticker was y- unique? Like, what if like the SDCC stickers or any con stickers for the actual con were like holographic or something? Like, y'all remember the old Transformers toys mm-hmm. that had the holographic? The, just right. I mean, obviously they're not that expensive to be able to you know do one like that. Like, what if what if it was more than just the design of it was different? Like. But if it had that holographic feature to it or something else to it, like then would it make a difference? It would for me. Like honestly, I thought the I thought the con stickers were like etched on the box. Like I thought they were kind of unique and like a kind of a really additional feature to the box and to whatnot. And then realized that nope, it's literally a sticker that people sell fakes on eBay for mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, that just kind of killed that whole sticker exclusivity for me personally anyways my only thing with it is why i I don't know like if if i'm there like i went last year and that was like you know my first sdcc so yeah getting pops from there even though i didn't get in the booth that was something special because it's like oh hey you know this one's got the con sticker on it i was at the con this is great um kind of like the flocked bullseye that i stood in line for way too long at entertainment (laughs) earth's booth to get right so it had the uh first to market or SDCC debut, I think is what it actually said on it. And that to me was something special because that signified the time I spent like a moron waiting in line for this one pop. (laughs) Be nice to yourself. Come on. So, so that's different to me than buying it online, which was the other option for it. But if I'm not going to be there, like, why do I care? Which, because I wasn't there. So what does it matter? Which sticker it has on it? You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not there, who cares? Right. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. If you look at the rest of the box, the skew is exactly the same. The piece mm-hmm. is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Now, if they did in the future do your SDCC pop, we'll say Captain America or something, right? The SDCC version of that piece be metallic. The general shared release be non-metallic. And, you know, it's still an exclusive mold or something of mm-hmm. that nature for the con itself. But the one that you can actually get there is more like a chase chase like, yeah some, i mean that'd be that, great something of that nature but i but i, but I yeah I, i'd actually agree with you but i'm glad they don't do that and yeah. i'm with you guys like i the only there's been one pop that i would care that i would want the sticker for and that was the toucan over sdcc or batman i guess two of them right. like we were actually all four at sdcc if i was gonna if i could if i would have been around when the booth opened because i obviously did get a lottery in there to get those, I would have gone and got those because of the sticker. I had no interest in buying it otherwise because it was something, you know, signify that I was at the con, you know. But the rest of them, I'm with you. Like, I'm totally okay with just having the shared exclusive and that, you know, whatever the case is. There's, um, there is something fun about having the actual sticker from the convention. I will say that. But is it worth paying twice as much for if you were buying it on the secondary market? Not at all. 
No but way. See, that's a separate question about the secondary market part because I don't hardly buy any pops on the secondary market. Good so for you. Me I either. Wouldn't. So like if something came up and it was like, oh, I missed out on, you know, just say I missed out on the Dwight Schrute that's coming up for NYCC for some reason, right? So I probably wouldn't go buy it secondhand either way. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. go on the aftermarket and get it unless it was like – you know, 20, 25 bucks or something like that for the shared one. But if I miss out, I miss out. Like, and if I want it, I definitely am not going to go pay two, three times as much just because it has a con sticker for a con that I didn't go to. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, yes, 100% agree. I, uh, I'm the same way. I, I love the stick. I, the stick again, stickers are cool. I mean, we all went to fun days. We know how cool those stickers are. We get it. But at the same point, if, you know, if you're not at the con, you're not in line, None of us sound like we're going to be heartbroken if we don't get that sticker. Cool. Mm-hmm. Good question, son. I like it. Thank you for the question. Yes. Again, guys, we're, we have a whole queue lined up already of other uh, questions, but we want more, especially if we can do some with our themes that we're doing. I know we don't announce it ahead of time, but we love it. So please, hashtag ask the dorksman. Ask us questions. We'll answer most of them. Um, I think we'll answer all of them eventually. We just haven't gotten to them all yet. So please, again, keep keep them coming. Are we cool, really going to cool. answer them all? Because didn't Alice... Alex asked us a question where babies come from. Well, the funny thing is we answered it. We just answer, answer it on air. Uh, I think we all four commented on that question. Yeah, that's right. We did. You're right. You're yeah, right. We I'm did. sorry. Yeah, we just we didn't did. answer and, it. And, and if we ever get like low on questions, we can always go to that one and, you know, gross some people out or make some people marvel at the history or the uh, miracle of childbirth. But we'll get to that point when we get to that point. Or really anyway. confuse people that don't know where babies come from. Oh, I know. Two of you I have a feeling Joey knows too. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm, still I'm still lost. I'm still lost. Oh, I no, I, I am definitely not. Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to change the subject onto our main topic that we're going to kind of talk about everything involved today, and that is video games. As I, Isn't that how uh, Hank Hill's dad called it on, on Hank of the, or, video, or King of the Hill is video games? Yeah. So we're going to talk about. There, I got a Hank Hill video. slash... King of the Hill reference in. So anyway, three, three, four weeks in a row already. We've got something the, like King that. King. Yes. Let's keep the streak going. That's, that's right. It's a good streak. It's like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's streak of throwing an interception in like every game that he started in. Yeah. He didn't throw what one today, team. but he didn't play. So, cause we're obviously recording this on Sunday. So we're going to talk about <laughs> video games overall. Um, it's not, we're not, I mean, we're, I think we're actually going to do a lot of vintage stuff, but it's not just vintage stuff. In fact, uh, Joey, Nate, how's Borderlands treating you now that we're a few weeks in? I'm I'm still loving it. I finished the story. I'm Mad Max level, just grinding gear, grinding guns, grinding, playing mayhem uh, with my buddies. Yeah, it's still fun. I'm having fun with it. I uh, I was on a two week hiatus with the uh, co op campaign that my son and I were doing because he was over at his mom's house all that time. But uh, we we got probably 10, 12 hours in, I would say, this weekend, between nice. Friday, Saturday, and today. Um, I think we're up to level 26, somewhere around there, which, get for those that play, that gives you a pretty decent idea of where in the story mode, if you're doing the side missions, you are. Uh, and then I've I've got my solo one that I've been doing in between, and I think I'm only at like level 12 or something like that with that one. But uh, they still have a few glitches that I'm waiting for them to have a patch to fix. Uh, like if you go into a menu, for instance, to go switch out guns or go look at a map or something, and somebody else is in the middle of a heavy firefight, so there's a lot of graphics being processed, I, I guess is the technical term. Nate can probably correct me on that. But it starts like really glitching and slowing down, and it, 
gives problems. And then if you try to get into a menu at the same time somebody else is in a menu, that that's a problem. Um, and that wasn't like that on the the first three games. So that's that's something that that we're still trying to work through. But it's overall, it's incredibly fun playing. Um, they've got a new option this time, which from what I understand, other shooter games have had this before where like if you open a chest or you kill an enemy and they drop a gun or something or loot for you to go get on the other three games, you used to have to, you know, just like my son and I would discuss ahead of time. Like, you know, we get first dibs at assault rifles. Okay. Well, I get first dibs at shotguns or whatever, but now they've got this mode where it drops something for everybody. It's like, if you go to a chest, that's got four guns, you don't have to split them up. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, you, you, the person that's in your group that's a jerk that wants to steal all the guns can't do it. But there is an option to, to flip that that mode back on and off. I think, right? Um, depending which way you want to play, you can you can allow people to do that, or uh, everybody gets their own loot. So, yeah. Very good. Cool. Cool. Are you, uh, Ryan? Are you playing anything currently? Or are you too busy? Mm, the only thing I play on a regular basis because I do it on the bus is just Gears Pop. I was going to ask if you guys were still you know, playing. I don't, I don't think any of the rest of us are still playing. Oh, okay. I was wondering why Joey was just yeah, frozen. Just froze up. Yeah, apparently oh. his computer just took a dump on itself. But yeah, I'm still playing Gears Pop. I played on the bus when I'm going to and from work, and I'm doing pretty well. I'm, I broke 1,800 gears, but I... Where am I at now? 1747. So I kind of go up and down. Sure. I'm doing, I'm doing not too bad, and I know the... Season ends, I think, tomorrow, and I'm considered Bronze League. So I guess the rewards are supposed to be a little bit better depending where you sit, right? I'm actually playing uh, Breath of the Wild. I know I'm two years late from when it came out, but I finally decided with the new Zelda game coming out for the Nintendo Switch that I should play the last Zelda game that came out for the Nintendo Switch. So trying to crank through that, um, I'm going to be playing it for a while, I'm sure. So it's very in-depth. It's so crazy. You know, I know we've all played the original Zelda back in 1987 or whatever it was for the NES. And even that game, especially then, was very in-depth. But compared to now, holy crap. Um, I could see why people play this, you know, for years, if you will. So I, I'm trying to get through it. But, you know, finding time isn't always the easiest thing. I was up too late. I'm glad today's National Coffee Day so I can enjoy a little bit more coffee to make up for how sleepy I've been. Obviously, we do a lot of collecting, especially a Funko. I'm curious what you guys have in the sense of collectibles related to video games. Uh, Ryan, why don't you start us out? Collectibles related to video games. Um, I have some of the Mega Man pops that I just randomly bought. I think was what two years ago during Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah, GameStop did all those. GameStop. Right. You know what's funny? Um, I'm gonna tell a little side story here since we're waiting for Joey. <clears throat> I was actually trying to gun for the gold Mega Man that year. Right, because mm -hmm. they had a bunch of stuff. There was like the Quick Boomerang, Gold Mega Man, and that was the year that they released the Black Vegeta and the Metallics SS, right? Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan yeah. Vegeta. And obviously, Clint's got a lot of Mega Man stuff there. I love Mega Man. Mega Man 2 was one of my favorite games yes. when I was a kid. Yeah. Mega Man's a great Mega Man 2 is a fantastic yeah. game. I didn't play number one too much. Number two, I've spent a lot of time on. One one was not the same same game. Like it, the no, concept was, but I mean the controls weren't the same. It wasn't. It just wasn't as fun. Two and three were definitely the the pinnacle of that franchise. Okay, so what what do you think was better, number two or number three? Personally, three. Why? I'm curious. I I just I think I like the the 
bad guys a little bit more, like the main villains. Mm-hmm. And I like the I like the Proto Man st- uh, story, mm-hmm. and I like that you can slide. Yeah. When okay, I say that though, you. when I say that though, don't get me wrong. Mega Man Two is a fantastic game too. I I have I do not hate it or anything. In fact, I love it. I love that it made its way on the NES Classic, but um, I like three just a little bit more. Number three was the one that on the Dr. Wily stage, you would have to face the old bosses from number two, right? I think so, yes. I like that. That was a nice touch when we got there in the game. Yeah, number two, I just I spent a lot of time on it. Um, Nate, how much did you play number two? I'm curious. I... I think I played. I don't. I don't honestly remember how much I played of two or three. But I do remember. Was it? Was it in two where you could use the second controller, and you could cheat number three. And give yourself, the three. Okay, you that's could, the one. You I could jump more. down the pit and then yeah. jump back up. Yeah, that's number yeah. Three. You get like super oh, I totally high forgot about that with the yeah. second controller. Yep. And that changed the way I played that game. The super yeah. jump thing. Yeah. 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 Did, I wonder how they figured. Someone figured that out. Right. You Using know what the I mean? second controller. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, who, that's who, like how people didn't know for years, and I didn't know this until this year. The second controller thing for Duck Hunt, right? With the the controls, the ducks, yeah. right? Right. What? And you're like, okay, so you don't right. know about this. Yeah. So you can control. You must have missed that up until the, the second podcast. controller on Duck Hunt. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. Right. Right. I, so I, I gotta I gotta do this. I gotta try out my Nintendo. Yeah. I'm, do you still have? Sorry, one? guys. I'm done recording. I'm out. I gotta <laughs> I, I still have my original NES here. I haven't plugged it in in a long time, but it is sitting in my my nerd cave on display um, with all the games that I had. So yes, I still have. I actually have um, an Atari. A friend wow. gave to me. They were just gonna throw it out, and I'm like, I'll take it. So I took it, and it's, it's sitting down here too. It's funny. Side little side note story. Gonna pull a Ryan here. There's a, a game because they had it when they were really young kids of Sesame Street, and Ava found the instruction booklet. So she when she comes down here. <laughs> She looks at the Sesame Street figure. She looks at the tiny ghosts. Um, and then she runs over and gets the instruction manual for that game and just sits on the couch and peruses through it. It's so cute. But anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah, I have the Atari, the NES down here. So I don't have the Zapper, so I can't test that out. Mm. And watching Alex, shout out to Alex. Keep that trend going too. Tear off that cord yeah. off the Zapper gun for his in, uh, STCC cosplay. It hurt a little bit. Yeah. Those are hard to come by. It, it, oh, absolutely. and especially, like, I'm glad at least it was the the fluorescent orange one and not right, the original not the gray, gray one. one. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, I, I was pretty upsetting if you cut it, open the gray one. Uh, I mean, I understand. I mean, for his character, it made more sense to do that anyway. But right. I just watched that. And, oh, he could always Have solder it back like, on if he has a wire. It's just it's, it's yeah, a weird connection port. It's like a what? Uh, 11 port connection to the NES. Oh, something like that. Yeah. But either way, I mean, regardless of him just taking it apart was the hard part. Not that. He could fix it or find another one. In fact, I have no idea what the secondary market is for a zapper these days. But still, you know, as a kid, you know, who grew up with wired controllers, it was mm-hmm. hard to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and he knew that when he made a video of it. Have you, have you hit up any thrift stores near you? I'm sure there's like, there's got to be. Yeah. Like, like I said, I have no idea what the market is. And I could I could spend some time looking. I'm just lazy. No. I'm not going to. You better swap me. Yeah, if I'm around, I'll be like, you know what? I should go look for one. But yeah, there's a not there. there's a bunch of guys at our local swap meet here in Hawaii. They're always selling old vintage video game stuff, whether it be the consoles or likewise. Right. And Joey is back. Let's say hey, all right. Hey. Nice yeah. to see you again, sir. Sorry for your technical up. difficulties. Screwed up the order of, of where we're going now, Clint's all what's east, what's west. All right. What's up, what's down, what's black, what's white? What what's going on here? Golly. Get the man a map. <laughs> 
right? I need an atlas. Anybody have one floating around anymore? <laughs> Why? We just have My Google. wife has a lot of atlases, actually. She, I, um, I think my dad does, too. Note. Anyway, um, well, we, Joey, to catch you back up, we've talked about some Mega Man. We started talking about collectibles we had in our collection that were video games. Then we got to Mega Man, and then we got to talking about the Zapper and Alex throwing it for San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, man, that was painful to say. Exactly. It, was. it really was. Yeah, that's exactly what we were saying, too. Anyway, uh, Ryan, anything else besides Mega Man in your collection, video game-wise? I think I have a couple Tekken pieces, like Heihachi, but those were just like random pickups that actually I had bought for a friend and he didn't want them. He's like, nah, thanks, I don't want your toys. (laughs) So at least he didn't say Ah. dolls, right? I'll give him that part. He's just not not into Funko. Did he call them Funkos? No, he just called them toys. Okay, so that's better. I ended up keeping them, and they're in some kind of storage bin here in my little home office slash collectible room. But other than that, I can't recall of any others that I have. Because Dragon Ball obviously is anime, which I have a few of those. Yeah. Um, unless you count some of the... Well, I think I have one Spidey one from one of the video games. If they've done Oh, it. from the Spider-Verse yeah. kind of thing? Yeah. But other than that, no. Everything is pretty much just MCU general Marvel release or spastic or Freddy's makes sense yeah. Nate how about you um I mean outside of pops I used to I used to be really big on picking up the collector's editions of video games like like the physical editions um, but I've just realized that with all the pops that I have there's just not much I have no space for all these additional things like yeah, the that. Borderlands 3 one that came out my buddy bought it like it comes with a giant loot chest and he was telling me what was in it, and it was really, really cool. Like you had like a model of the sanctuary ship. Mm-hmm. You got these like little minifigures of all the characters. Um, you got some really cool like lithograph um, art pieces with it, and it was like three hundred bucks. And I'm just like, I literally have no space for this, so I I haven't really bought um, much of those um, in a long time. But I do have, I think. One of the coolest uh, video game pieces that's like unpopulated. It's um, I bought a a replica plastic replica rocket launcher from Destiny Two. Oh, so, cool! The, Gal- the Galahorn. Um, it's it's like I can go grab it, uh, but it, I just don't have enough space to show you guys. I'll I'll plan a bit better next week and I'll I'll show you guys. But um, I'll take a picture. Actually, I'll post it later. Um, but it's like um. It's literally just a giant rocket launcher. It lights up. It like folds out. It's just it's crazy. It's really cool. And that was like kind of the last big video game piece that I bought uh, for my collection. It just kind of sits there in the corner and collects dust. But I like looking at it. Oh yeah, that's cool. Right on. Well, uh, I guess uh, I guess I'll go next. Since yeah, sorry, we're a little screwed up, but uh, we'll we'll go <laughs> clockwise. We're used to that. Yeah. Our geography yeah. sucks. Clockwise. Yeah, anyway, uh, as you can see behind me, and I showed you a little bit just a second ago, for those listening, you can't see it. I do have my video game section inbox behind me. Uh, as you can see there, there's Cuphead, there's um, there's one Fortnite pop, there's all the, I think there's every Mega Man independent series. I actually really love this little Dig Dug guy behind me from New York Comic Con a few years ago, um, who's 8-bit. That's one of the, like the best 8-bit ideas they had, them and Mega Man, so they're right there. I also, I actually have, like I said, the complete, I believe, Mega Man and Cuphead video game collections of pops that they have out there. I have a few Fortnite. I have a couple Tomato Head. I have a couple, um, you know, a couple pops, a couple secondary, or um, not secondary heroes, a couple uh, (laughs) franchise heroes. They're a video game now, you didn't know? 
I don't know. I don't know if I want to play because because uh, <laughs> you want to anyway, win. And you don't want to come in Pro- second yeah. place. Yeah. Pro- and Prague would Prague would be too old. Move too slow. Oh. Josh would communicate. <laughs> oh. We're no, sorry, Dan. That wasn't from me. That was from Clint. I'm kidding. I couldn't resist. <laughs> He's like a year older than me. I can. Yeah. Anyway, um, but the other thing I really collect, and first of all, I like the what you guys have, uh, Nate. I love the video game collector stuff as well. I just don't get it. I do still buy the physical games. I am somebody who likes to have the physical thing that's the collector in me. And I know I mentioned this before, but my Amiibo collection is out of hand, just like my Funko collection. And, uh, you know, have a bunch of those, including the three that just came out last week. Had to grab those, have some on pre-order. But I definitely have some video game collectibles floating around out there. One thing I do have is I do have the Super Mario World cereal that is an Amiibo itself. I have that sitting over there, too. So I'll even collect the cereal. That's how (laughs) much of a nerd I am. It's unopened. I'm not going to eat it. it. doesn't sound very appetizing to be honest but i have it joe how about you uh as far as pops are concerned um i have several borderlands uh pops uh not a lot i I wish i had all the first ones that came out several years ago especially the tiny tina one that's one that's been kind of on my uh, not very expensive grail list but i haven't pulled the trigger and gotten it yet um i have a halo one that may be it. I think I do have one Mega Man one uh, from uh, Fan Expo Canada last year. I think that was the green one mm-hmm. from Fan uh, Expo oh, Canada. Oh, yeah, one? Yeah. yeah, the glow one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got that one. I, I think that's it for my video game ones. Um, and as far as other stuff, I, I don't really have a lot. Uh, like Nate was talking about the Borderlands uh, 3 thing. I really wanted to get the big loot chest, but I mean, that was just too much money and not enough space to put anything. But I did get the one that's got the uh, steel case, the collector's edition steel case for the actual copy. Because I'm old school, I just still get the actual copies. There were a few Borderlands things that came out, though. Um, around the game releasing that I really wanted. There was a pretty nice uh, vinyl figure of Claptrap that had pretty good detail to it. It was only like 15 bucks at GameStop. Uh, nice. Probably we'll go back and pick it up. And then they had some um, Mystery Mini type things. It wasn't Funko Mystery Minis um, that I almost grabbed a couple of those, but I just dropped $110 on the game. So I passed <laughs> those up. So I'll probably go back and get a few of those just for my Borderlands obsession. But that's about it as far as um, like figures or whatever um and i guess at this point the old nintendo stuff is almost collectibles in itself um, yeah. I've, I've got an old nes not my original one that i had when i was growing up but i did manage to procure another one several years back and have a few games that goes along with it and a couple of the out of the ordinary controllers and stuff like that so that's about it on my end what way way to use the word procure by the way <laughs> yes you like my vocabulary i i did that was uh Great. I did forget to mention one. Uh, Shout out to Chad, listener of the uh, podcast, a.k.a. Mile High Pompot on Twitter and Instagram. He did give me this guy yesterday. It's uh, it's Joker from Persona 5, The Chase. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. That was really rad. So sorry, I'm trying to figure out the camera here. It's all backwards. But um, yeah, very cool piece. I'm excited, especially since he is in the most recent Smash Brothers game, or at least you can add him in there with an uh, DLC. So uh, thank you for that, Chad. I really appreciate it. He also got me a cool bad icon mystery mini but anyway um awesome awesome so we talked about kind of what we're playing now we talked about collectibles let's go back in time here what was the very first video game you remember playing very Super first mario one is yeah. mario one the first yeah. one well for me at least that was the first i played pong 
Pong. Yeah, I can actually go all the way back to Pong. Yeah, you old ass. You old old ass. Yeah, I had one. uh, I had a system where it was. Everybody knows the Zach Morris cell phone, right? Oh yeah, the The big big brick one. Well, yes. Well, that's what the controller kind of looked like, and it was (laughs) like it had knobs on it, and Mm. that's how you controlled the little back and forth little deal uh, for the Pong. I guess the paddle, I guess is what you'd call it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I had, I had one of those. And then from there I went to an Atari 2600 and I guess the first game I can remember on the Atari 2600, I don't know if it's for sure the first game I played, but I remember pitfall for some reason. Sure. Yeah. Um, before any other ones, but yeah, I'll go back to Pong. Um, me and Prague are basically the same age. His name is Dan, by the way. Sorry, yes. you yeah, know me, right? That's just my Dan. thing. I don't like Dan. to call people by their alias. Hey, shout out, shout out to Dan for being a good sport. Yeah, yeah. You mean Prog? Everybody yeah. calls him Prog. Like seriously, like <laughs> I wonder if coworkers call him Prog. He might. I don't know. He did tell a story once where he saw like a progress bar or something at work on the computer, <laughs> and he's like, "Why is my name there?" Oh wait, uh, oh, oh wait, that's not actually my name. Yeah, him and his right. puns. I had to laugh about. It. Yes, he's very punny. Um, I think the first <laughs> video game I really remember seeing, I don't know if you even played it, was Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. I remember going to a friend's house and watching his dad try to get through it. And I was like, what is this? This is so cool. You know, you're controlling that guy on the screen. And yeah, I think that's when I kind of was like, okay, I got to learn more about this because that was a fun game to see. And of course, we all you know sat down back before there was YouTube and you can go watch a video game of any game being played on Twitch or Mix or whatever, sitting down, you know, crossing my legs and sitting there and uh, crisscross applesauce. I'm watching Mike Tyson's punch out. It's uh, I don't remember him getting very far. I think it was very early in the game, but it was fun to watch. So I think that's my first kind of experience. My, uh. my cousins used to have a Atari 2600. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was kind of like my first um, introduction to, to video games. Um, hanging out with them like i was the youngest out of all of them um growing up so they're a few years older than me so they you know they were into it and um i remember playing like just really crappy atari games even even by even by back then standards of games they were <laughs> they were pretty crappy um but it was a lot of fun like i think i remember playing like there was like a hockey game it was it was awful but um like asteroids i think those that was one of them and like um, I grew up a lot on arcade games as well, so I'm not sure if you guys play a lot of arcade games. Used um, to, yeah, yeah. Except but I used to love 1942. Yeah, 1942. Used to love yes. that. Used to love um, uh, Galaga. Mm. A huge Galaga fan. Um, yeah, I, great. I could never get into like Donkey Kong and stuff. I know like Donkey Kong was really big back then, um, but yeah, I was just I was just I was just good at like Mario or Donkey Kong, like whatever those uh, those Nintendo arcade games were. But played a lot of 1942. A lot of the shooters, like the space shooters, were were a big thing for me when I was growing up. So, yeah. you know, going back to the Atari 2600, I think the simpler the game was, the better it was. Because you're talking about like sports games, like you mentioned hockey, and you know, I think they had a few other sports games. Yeah. But it was it, it's too much, you know, to try to get into this you know, graphics that they had. So, you know, pitfall, Pac-Man, you know, pole position, you know, the, the yeah. simpler the game, the the better they were usually yeah. for that kind of stuff. For sure. Uh, oh, I, so I, I still feel that way today. Like I know we live in the generation of Nexcon consoles, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, you know, that have a bunch of buttons and you can do a lot of different things, especially as I'm playing Breath of the Wild. I'm really, really realizing that. But I know we've talked about 
before, you know, like one of my favorite games, I know this is one Ryan's too, is is Super Mario World. There's not a whole lot you can do in Super Mario World. There's only so many buttons, and really you don't use them all. You know what I mean? Like you barely use the R and L buttons on the top of the controller. You don't really use uh, A or, or I believe it's A and X. You use A or Y and B to do everything. Right. And, you know, there's, there's something about a game Spin that you can just pick though. up. Right, right, see? But I mean, but, but my point is, it, the simplicity with these with some of these other games right now, like with all the graphics and the functionality, which is fun, it takes away from the story and the actual gameplay. Like you have to go, like how many games now do you have to go through a tutorial before you can even start playing? Yeah. Right. You know, I, I, I think the video game people believe that since they had the ability to increase the amount of things that you can do in the game, they needed to. Well, like, I'm fine with something being more advanced looking and not necessarily having to go through 47 different buttons to, to do all the different things sure. that are, you know, because I'm totally with you on that. Like some of the stuff is just too complicated. Like but, on Borderlands 3, there's like these uh, builds you can do where you do uh -huh. different, uh, you know, special abilities i guess for lack of a better term and i was just talking to my son the other day i'm like this is so complicated like there's so much to it like i'm spending half my time trying to figure out where to put stuff mm -hmm. so i'm totally with you on that mm -hmm. oh but but you know the funny thing is and I'm, I'm glad to hear it but the thing is there's a market like they they do market research mm -hmm. there's supply and demand this is what this is what the market has asked for basically um but i think there's also the you know more advantageous so one game that comes to mind is shovel knight have you guys played shovel knight no idea what that is but please okay i know of it but I haven't okay played. but anyway shovel knight is an independent game by yacht yacht games um yacht club games excuse me and it's literally about this knight instead of a instead of a sword he has a shovel and um it, it's very it's actually you know on all these consoles but it's it's very 8-bit looking so it, right the way i always compare it is it's the old school ducktales video game oh. mixed with mega man no, uh, the one where he's I, like jumping on the pogo stick kind of yes, thing to exactly. kill the enemies. Ex yeah. Exactly. That's it's those two games. And it's nice because of course it's on this next gen console, so it runs very smoothly. Mm. And it, it you basically, you know, fight your way through Super Mario three or yeah, three style with the map and go to different lands and get treasure and defeat the other knights that are in your way that have been I believe they've been uh hypnotized by the enchantress, and that's who you gotta beat at the end. But um, you know, there's a really fun story with it, but it's simple. You know, it's yeah. one of those games that only uses a few buttons. Right. That that reminds me of this game that uh, McGuire uh, had downloaded a year or so ago called Bro Force. I don't know if anybody mm. ever played that. Um, it's by Devolver Digital. Uh, it plays a lot like Contra. I'm sure oh, you yeah, all yeah. played okay. Contra. I would probably like it then. Yeah, so it's just like uh, upgraded graphics of, of Contra, and it's got like a kind of... It's like if the guys that did Borderlands made a Contra game, I think is the best way to describe it. Like with the type of humor, like all the different characters are different, like old 70s, 80s, 90s action guys, but with the name Bro in it. Uh, like there's Rambro is a character. <laughs> okay, and, uh, I got gotcha. And the, uh, uh, I can't think of the other ones off the top of my head because we haven't played it in a while. But yeah, it's stuff like that. You know, like you can keep stuff simple and still keep people entertained. And that's the kind of games I tend to gravitate towards. I was playing, um, so I have Xbox Game Pass, which is actually quite good for, um, for people that want to try to try out different games without having to constantly break the bank on buying games you weren't super sure about. And, you know, it's actually really good because with Ultimate Game Pass after uh, the E3 announcement, you could 
basically get Gears of War 5 for free um, when you're still subscribed to Game Pass. So, you know, it has its benefits. Shameless plug for Xbox because Xbox is better than PS4. Um, <laughs> and um, so the thing was, I so Devil May Cry was on there. And I was like, oh, you know what? Devil May Cry, huge, huge franchise. Um, lots of hype around the fifth game coming out. I'm, I have a lot of friends that played it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to check this out. I'm too old to play Devil May Cry. The button scheme is insane. Like, I just want to dodge an attack. Yeah. But you have to, like, move the, the left stick at, like, a 37-degree angle. Oh, you my God. A button for a certain amount of time, and then you hit the B button, and then you sacrifice a goat, and then you, you might miss. <laughs> you, might, you might dodge. And it's like, no. Like, it literally should be a button in a direction. And that's all you – and. You know, it's complicated, but once I see people do it, like I watch people play it on YouTube and stuff, and it's like, holy crap, you can do some really sweet looking stuff, but just I can't do it. My my old brain can't handle it, and my fingers just can't. They just don't have that kind of dexterity anymore. I don't like go old brain. Yeah, I don't think a gold brain. It's like your Mortal Kombat two is ingrained in all our heads at some point. Yeah, like it is. The sequence isn't necessarily how long you hold something down. Well, except for certain exceptions, but it's more a certain combination. Versus a degree, and it, wow, yeah. that, that boggles my mind. Anyway, I'm sorry, Ryan, I interrupted you. Yeah, no problem. Here's what I think, though. Because, obviously, we're talking a lot about our age, our age bracket, where we grew up playing all these games, right? We all started either on Atari or Nintendo. We were very fond of Super Nintendo. That's that's great. I love my Xbox, and I do agree with Nate. It is better than PS4. Sorry, Sony. I'm not just saying that because of the whole Spider-Man thing, but... Um, <laughs> I think the button combination and the the level of complexity is also relative to the game that you're playing, right? So I obviously play a lot of FPS stuff. So like with Call of Duty, Halo, those, I actually like the complexity because you have the combination of switching your gun, throwing a grenade, jumping up and down, crouching and all of that stuff. So that's fine and dandy for that game. But if you go back to playing something like Mega Man or Super Mario World, or Solomon's Key, like I was talking about, the episode that Chu mm-hmm. was on. Those are simple games, even though they're mm-hmm. difficult to navigate through. But there, there is a level of intricacy inside the game itself that doesn't require you to be pressing three different buttons at the same time. So I, if I was to wrap that all up, it's just a level of complexity that's relative to the game you're playing. Yeah, that's just I, my I mean, take on it. You're not wrong, but at the same time, I yeah, that's not something I would gear, go towards. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I guess the easy way to sum all of this up is just we old. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's true. You know, I, it, I, I honestly don't know if it's we're old or we're just programmed. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. I said, like that's what we did, so that's where we are. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like the whole thing with the music industry right now. I'm I've been through the music industry for the last 20, 25 years. I don't like the current state of hip hop, and for multiple different reasons one i just think it's too dare i say syncopated i don't even know that's the best way to describe it now because everything was based on drum machines and whatnot before but it's just too unorganic at least you could use a real kick drum sound and a real snare drum sound right you don't you you don't get that anymore and the lack of storytelling is very just unappealing to me now all they do is talk about oh i'm rich now look at me Gucci yeah. gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I'm like, all right. Did you see all my face tattoos? Yeah, I get it. Uh, but, let's not snitch on anybody, though. <laughs> Cancel my parents to get a face tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway, with that said, though, I think one thing 
is cool about this evolution of video games is the graphics and the music. It is so neat how far this stuff has gone. Um, it's so neat how good the music is. And it, it could be, you know, something like Rock Band that has actual rock and roll or, you know, something like the actual cool music in it. It sounds great. There's games, I mentioned Breath of the Wild, which has a really neat score attached to it. And the situations that the game happens to be in at the time, it changes and it, it's very good. Um, so there's definitely things you can appreciate, I think, from a current gaming standpoint. But Ryan said it best. We old. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, unless anybody else has anything else about video games, I think we can wrap this up and get uh, get ready. Get game time ready, if you will. Game time. And, and ready for the game. All right. Let's do it. Joey, you, you're up, buddy. All right. We have video game trivia. You know, I'm throwing things off. I know, you know, video game themed, you know, what are we going to do for a game? Video game trivia. <laughs> so we're going to go like we did last week. Everybody starts with 10 points. You can bet as little or as much as you want. We've got five rounds. Ryan goes first, trying to do something different. Maybe it'll help. I don't know. Maybe it'll <laughs> let me win this time. <laughs> my my thing this week is I need to think about my response before I blurt something yeah, out. But I am take a breather. I'm well rested this week as opposed to last. Yeah, week. you, so you got you got more than two hours of sleep. Yeah, last night. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and then Clint's going to be second, and Nate is going to be third. Right. So, uh, starting off, Ryan, how many points would you like to bet for round one? Let's go with two. Okay, your first question is, what is the name of the main protagonist of the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise? Excuse me, antagonist. I read that wrong. Yeah, I was going to be like, protagonist? That's easy. <laughs> That's Sonic. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know. Oh, come on, really? No, I mean, I remember playing the game, but I don't remember much about like the storyline. I just remember mm. collecting the rings and yeah. can you, going, going real can, fast. Can you describe the antagonist? Uh, no. We're not doing partial credit here, Clinton. I'm just curious. <laughs> He's just trying to help knows. me out. Can you can you describe Jim Carrey's character in the movie coming out? <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy part is that Jim Carrey is playing Dr. Robotnik in the movie. And that was the correct answer. Ron. Yeah. Dr. Or Dr. Yeah, Eggman, Dr. depending Robotnik. where you are. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Clint, how many points would you like to rate your for? I, I like the two idea. I'm going to go two. Two. OK. Your question. The Atari 2600 was released in the United States in which year? Nineteen eighty-two. Nineteen seventy-seven. Whoa, you were wow. way off. Man, that was early. I was, yeah. I would. I would wow. have guessed the eighties too, though. Yeah, I would have guessed. I was going to guess eighty-three, actually, even later. Yeah, I would have guessed eighties when I was looking it up earlier. I was like, interesting. Wow, seventy-seven. Right. That's crazy. Seventy-seven. Damn, that thing was on like king of the market for a long time too. I know. Wow. All I right. Know. Wow. Huge catalog of games too. <laughs> like like ET. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. God. Buried in the buried, trash heap yeah, somewhere. Buried yeah. in the desert? Yeah. In, in New Mexico. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go on. Uh, Nate, how many points you want to wager for round one, sir? Uh, let's stick with two. All right. See, I see a theme here. The vault, uh, vault Dweller is the protagonist of which video game? Fallout. Fallout. Very good. You are correct. I didn't that was, know that. that was, I didn't know that either. No, I didn't know oh, that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Dang. All right, so heading into round two, Ryan and Clint are both tied with eight points, and Nate has 12 and is in the lead. Hell yeah. 
Okay. Gang, gang. All right. Ryan, which console was released in North America in 1991? Was I supposed to have stated how many points I wanted first? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. my fault. Well, I'll just parlay the Stick two with... points like last sure. round just to make okay. it fair there. And I'm sorry. You said what year? 1991. 1991. I would have been nine. Super Nintendo. Very good. That's correct. So you get your two points back. I was a little worried you weren't going to know that. (laughs) No, that's why I was like really thinking this time. Okay, how old was I? What do I remember playing? Working the age, right? Yeah. And I'll have to I'll have to double check this afterwards, but I'm almost sure Sega came out around the same time. So I'm wondering if they didn't miss one in 1991, but I'll have to look that up. The Genesis, the Genesis, yeah, yeah. it it came out around the time. I don't think think it it might even come out before. To be honest, I think so as well. We'll let Nate look it up. He likes doing that stuff. I'm pretty sure right, it was right. 1990. Either 89 or 90 yeah, for that. Yeah, I was Genesis. thinking 90. Anyway, I'm going to wager three points, Joey. Three points. Trying to pass Ryan up. Let's see. What is the title of the fifth Elder Scrolls series of video games? Oh, I wouldn't know this. <laughs> Do you know this, Nate? Um, the fifth one? I think so. Okay, I, I Elder Scrolls hot dog. There you <laughs> go. Good answer. All right, Ryan. <laughs> Nate, do you right. think you know what it is? Was it Skyrim? It is Skyrim. Yeah, that's what I thought. You Y'all just nice. aren't getting the right questions, I guess. All right, anyways, anyways how many- back to the Genesis. 89 for Genesis. 89. I thought hey, it was there before. You go. Okay. And Nintendo Super Nintendo was 91. So yeah. Genesis was out for two years before Super Nintendo just... It's almost like Super Nintendo, like the Super Nintendo somehow benefited Genesis because nobody done anything with it before then. Best game on the Genesis at the time was Mortal Kombat with the blood mode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Abacab B. (laughs) A-B-A-C-A-B-B. Yeah, that's true. Abacab. Remember that code. (laughs) Do you use that with your students there, Joey? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Nice. Scantron. uh, yeah, exactly. No D's. No, yeah. Nothing is ever D. No. Uh, Nate, how many points you want to wager? We'll stick with two. Two. All right. What is the name of the main protagonist of the Tomb Raider series? Uh, Laura Croft. Yes, correct. Very good. That was Ryan? a softball. Yeah, that look, was- man. I'm, I'm reading them off in order. Ryan, you've got 10. Clint. Tonius, you have five. Nathaniel, you're at 14. Brian, how much do you want to wager going into round three? I will do two points again. Two points again. All right. Which French video game company publishes the Far Cry series? Hot Dog. Oh, jeez, man. French, huh? <laughs> wow. Do you know it, Nate? Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't actually. Not off the top of my head. It's uh, Ubisoft. That's what I thought, but I didn't think. Uh, I, I didn't even know they were, they were a French, French company. Not that they were English. Yeah, right? I, I I laugh at the uh, ha ha. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where yeah. Lisa runs into the the room and <laughs> the wrong school. Yeah. Class. She's like, "This yeah. isn't my school," and they all start laughing, and the teacher goes, "Ah ah ah, en français." Ha 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 ha. It's one of the yeah classic classic uh, yes. and i'm sorry movie. if there's anybody that's a french ancestry that they're very that. nasal man it's it's how I, I, no, I'm because i shouldn't I be doing am. that like really <laughs> racial stuff right i might be i am and i'm offended the half of me that's french is very offended like well we'll apologize to your leg later go on 
It's like the most stereotypical thing I can think of in French. And that's but all that's I know. The language. That's not even that stereotypical. The language is very nasal. That's how they speak. I mean, nasal is like the first thing you learn about French in French class. Anyway, five points. Thank you, Professor. Wait, you're wagering all of them? You're trying I'm to all in. Yep. We're, we're doing this week. We're, I'm going to try in my same approach I did last week. Yeah, and how did that work out for you? It didn't, but I'm hoping for a different <laughs> result this time. We'll see. Um, which video game released its first expansion pack called The Burning Crusade? Do I get a year? No, Nate looks you don't like get he anything. knows it. Nate does know it. I know he knows it. The Burning the Burning Crusade? Correct. World of Warcraft. Very good. That's exactly Very good. correct. Very good, Clint. Still in the game. I wouldn't have right. known that. Yeah, that, I didn't know yeah. it. It was just a guess. Cause I, I would not have known if I had I was, I was trying to think. Yeah. Like, is there a Lord of the Rings game or is it a Zelda game? Close. Anyway. You're close. Fireballs and... Elves. Right, right. Wizards and what have you. And hot dogs. And hot, always. 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 Always hot dogs. We should do a hot dog episode. Flame grilled yes. hot dog. Hot dogs only. That's all we're going to I still want, you know what? When we do our drunk episode, we'll have hot dogs to eat while we're doing it. Oh, hell yeah. I we think that one, that one needs to be one that we all do together somehow, like in person, not like yeah. uh, by Skype. Yeah. No. Anyway, I'm I sorry. I guess it'll Let's have to be this. San Diego next year. Well, I know you said you're not coming, right, Clint? Um, uh, as, as of right now, it's not in the cards, but that, yeah. that that's nine months plus away. We got time. Let's keep the game going for now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Nate. Two Which points. you want to wager? Two points. We'll okay. stick with two. I might be pronouncing these names correctly because I've never heard them, <laughs> but okay. So Retsu and Geki are computer-controlled opponents in which video game? What were their names again? Yeah. Retsu, R-E-T-S-U, and then the second name is G-E-K-I. You did pronounce them correctly, by the way. Those are Japanese okay. names. Okay. I honestly have no idea. I, I didn't know either. Do, do you know anybody? Don't use the stereotypical, yo, you're Japanese. <laughs> you should know that. Kind of I, said any, I said anybody. I don't I even anybody. watch anime. Come on. It's uh, Street Fighter. Oh, the really? first one. The original. Oh, I feel like I, I should have known that. I like Street yeah. Fighter. Yeah, I, but I, I, I didn't start like playing until number one. two. Why? Nobody didn't. No, it's one of those games like right. who actually means something. Yeah, exactly. Does one exist? Is right. it Yeah, it does. There's an arcade here that has it, and it's I'm not gonna lie to you, it's awful. I played it and I'm like, one quarter was enough to give you, I'm done. Yeah. Well that's like Marvel versus Capcom. They've got you know, the th- the third one is probably the most well known one. Mm-hmm, sure. But the mm-hmm. ones before that are kinda kinda shaky. Yeah. Agreed. All right, uh, Ryan, we are heading into round four. How many points would you like to wager out of eight? Can you give um, us a recap? How, oh, yeah, Ryan has eight, oh, I yeah. have ten, and how many does Nate have? Nate has 12. Okay, thank you. I will do two. Same. Two. I see a pattern developing. Yeah. I'm not real confident with my answers, obviously, so I'm just going to do what I can. The Elder Scrolls oh, Arena. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> And if you say hot dog, I'm immediately eliminating you from the game. So say dog hot. Yeah, come on, Clinton. No, yes. <laughs> the Elder Scrolls Arena takes place on which continent? Hamburger. Wait, wait, wait. Is it a, is you it said a real not continent? hot dog, so. 
No, it's not a real continent. Oh, I was going to say, all right. I, I didn't assume that it was going to be something real just based on the Elder Elder Scrolls thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't play Elder Scrolls. Yeah, if if somebody out there listening listens to Elder Scrolls, I apologize if I butcher this, but it says Tamriel, T-A-M-R-I-E-L. Or sounds, Tamriel. Sounds about the right pronunciation. Yeah. All right, uh, Clint, you have 10 points to wager. Let's go three. Three, okay. Not going all in with the 10. Not yet. Got chicken on that one. Okay. I, I did. Uh, Private Martin. Here's is why. The play of- <laughs> I don't know. Private Martin. I don't know anything about this now. We'll go on. Private Martin <laughs> is the playable American character in which game? Is it Uncharted? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Damn, I was totally mm. thinking that. But anyway. All right. It's why I only wager three. All right, Nate. Out of 12, how much you want to wager? I'll do two. Which video game company's franchises included Mortal Kombat, Spy Hunter, oh, and Rampage? I'll be honest, Midway. I wouldn't have known this. It is oh, Midway. Yeah. yeah, that one's easy. That would have been a softball for me. I knew that one. Yeah, I knew that one. All right, round five. Ryan, going in, you have six. How many rounds are there? Seven, and Nate, you have ten. Five. So this is the last round? Last round? Yes. What, right. I only have 10 points if I got that one right. No, yeah, you should have 14. Oh, I'm sorry, 14. You're right. <laughs> hey, he can do math. <laughs> Anything above the above 20, and I guess it gets... Uh, I've run out of toe, toes and fingers, so... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you can count one 20, more if you go over 20, but... Now, <laughs> now, now, Ryan, think about this. If you play it right and Clint wagers seven Which and gets it to. right... He's got 14, and then if Nate wagers 14 and gets it wrong, you're going to let Clint win, although I don't know at this point how you can win. <laughs> Maybe if you answer a hot dog enough times. Why are you, you trying to confuse points? me with more mathematical What does Cho- Toe Jam and Earl eat in the Toe Jam and Burl game? You know. <laughs> okay. And just Wager, do it all. sir. Do it all six. Either, either I do good or I do bad. 50-50. Which game series features a city called San Andreas? Game series. There's five of them, I believe. Just so there's different locations. Right. But That's just one of them. Right. But there's five, five of this game. Which the fact that I know this is crazy. But anyway. The uh, the question actually lists two more of them, so I'll go ahead and tell you the other two. I just thought it'd make it too much of a softball, but it's Vice City and Liberty City are the other ones listed as oh. examples. Grand Theft Auto. There yes, you there you go. You weren't winning anyway, so yeah. I, you know, just you at know, least threw, I don't have a donut. Your bone. Hey, you got twelve points today. Yeah, That's Clint is good. wagering seven points because he has to. Okay. <laughs> a knight called Dirk the Daring tries to rescue Princess Daphne from the evil dragon Singe in which laser disc video game? Oh, they were they they played this on um Stranger Things. Um I almost talked about this earlier when we were talking about video games mm. and graphics and stuff and stuff being ahead of its time. Is it Dragon's Quest? No, it's Dragon's Lair. Yeah, Lair. Laser Disc. Laser disc. Laser you come disc. in last. Well, not unless Nate uh, does everything, and then Ryan wins. Yeah, <laughs> well, he doesn't need to. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you the question anyway, just for fun, just to round it off, Nate. Yeah. 
The Umbrella Corporation is a pharmaceutical company in which horror video game franchise. Wow. I, I think Resident I Evil. Yeah. Resident Evil is correct. You are the winner, sir. Whoop. I did it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. You did. Is you that? Did. Is, is that this two weeks? in a row? I was going to say, yeah. at least two in a row, right? If two not weeks three. In a row. But he won the Marvel one. Right. It's three in a row. Is he? Did he win the one with Chu? No, Chu won. Chu won that one. Oh, did Chew he? Chu won that one. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. I should have um, I should have won last week, but I wasn't on my game. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. By the way, is that is that bet still happening? Yeah, nobody Nate said anything, to, so I just let Nate it be. needs to come up. What yeah, you know, Nate, come up with something. Nate, should should we reveal our little side bet yeah. that we have going for tonight? So, oh, uh, you guys have a bet for the game tonight, huh? Yeah. yeah so uh, Nate's an idiot and likes the Cowboys. <laughs> Tell us how you really um, feel. <laughs> I'm I'm a normal, respectable human being, and I'm pulling. He for likes the, the team that cheats and puts bounties on on other I, teams i like the one team and... that got caught for it and ended up being the scapegoat <laughs> for the entire league but anyway um so we have a bet going on that whoever uh wins gets to choose a different twitter name for the loser for the week so similar to the ryan nate bet but with uh, same same outcome but different circumstances on the bet interesting so uh, you're going to have to get in on this at some point, Clintonius, with some kind of bet to where we get to change your name. I'm not going to lie to you. My 0-4 Broncos aren't really going to be uh, tearing it up time time soon. So, Did they uh, end up losing? They, the lost, they lost the field goal at the end. Oh, <laughs> man. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Best 0-4 team in the league. Anyway. <laughs> Is that what you're going with? Is that your story? That's my story. Oh, best 0-4 team in the league. Anyway, I'm dying to hear your bet. What bet? We I just told you what the bet was. Oh, you did. Sorry, I think there was more to it for some reason. <laughs> what did we say about the edibles, Clintonius? Yeah, right. well, I, I, so the reason I, I'll actually tell you why I'm screwing this up. I'm actually in the middle. I totally spaced that I had to uh, still fulfill additional requirements in my bet with one Corgi Commander with our Bronco. Oh, right. oh man. I forgot totally to look up a fact or a, a compliment for him. So I'm trying to do that while we're talking. So I apologize for not being 100% engaged with your bet. Good luck to both of you. I hope it's a good game for the rest of the fans. Um, I got to admit, I'm hoping Nate loses. You and Damien. <laughs> oh, fighting words. So, yes. Anyway, um, I guess I didn't realize this as I'm looking it up, but the Raiders actually have three Super Bowl championships. They won Super Bowl eleven, Super Bowl fifteen, and Super Bowl eighteen. So nothing recent, but still some historical wins and some uh, – Actually, kind of classy rings they have there. So, congratulations to the Raiders for their the three Super Bowl wins. I know they've at least been to four Super Bowls, and of course, we're screwed out of at least a fifth one by the New England Patriots and the quote unquote Tuck Rule. Tuck Rule, yes, the Tuck Rule. Screw that, right? They did win the uh, the Antonio Brown saga, though. I would say. Oh, they totally won that with because yeah. I mean, no, the only anybody getting anything out of it was them and those draft picks. Because yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, that's true. I don't know. I, I can't believe there's like nine grievances to get him more money. See, he thinks he deserves, but it's like you played one game, dude. No. <laughs> but anyway, we're not a sports chat. That would be one for the secondary all-stars. So make sure you're checking them out if you get a chance. Um, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, I, I want to spit something out before we get to the pineapple fact of the week. We talked video games tonight. I have my friend Phil here in Colorado who is very involved with the Extra Life fundraising um, opportunity. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but it raises money for um, 
the childhood or uh, excuse me, children hospital network. And it involves live streaming games of all sorts, especially video games. But of course it even includes board games and stuff like that. And he's looking for sponsors. So I'll be sharing that link probably throughout the month. Cause October is their big month to fundraise for this. So, uh, you know, anything and everything is of course appreciated. I know people don't have, um, a lot of money necessarily in this day and age. So if you can't donate, that's fine. If you would like to share, the link so other people could see it and potentially donate. That'd be awesome. But I'll be doing that through our, uh, for Dorksman social media pages as time goes on. And of course, those are the underscore Dorksman at or at the underscore Dorksman on Instagram and on Twitter. So thank you for that. Um, I think we have our final facts of the week and then we'll wrap this up. Yes. So um, pineapples look like giant buried pineapples. Pineapple plants, sorry, look like giant buried pineapples. So they grow in the ground. And they, when you see them, they're just the tops of the pineapples with the leaves, and it's exactly what you imagined to them to be—just pineapples buried out of box, like Ryan will be when he dies <laughs> in the ground. Nice, a pineapple nice. with a hot dog. Yes. There you go. There you Ooh, go. I wonder. I wonder Would the you with your pops or Apollo hot dogs? My pops. Why not both? I mean, if we're going to go crazy, let's go, let's we go all in, right? we got to space. Well, you'd eat the hot dogs first, and I'm, you'd be technically um, buried with the hot dogs. I'm going to teach you guys the- a little local slang here. Make. Make in um, local slang means dead. So, like, at that point, I'm make. I'm not going to eat any more <laughs> hot dogs at that point. <laughs> but then you're the hot dog tree you planted might grow, so you want that to happen, you know? Hot dog tree, right. Anyway. I, I'd um, like to see one of those. <laughs> wouldn't we all? Yeah. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening today. This has been a lot of fun. We, uh, of course, we keep doing it. Don't forget about our retweet and iTunes review contests. And I think that's kind of everything. So, with that said, word homies, game over. That's my secret. I'm always angry. Please, no gang signs.